0: Cafe Billions listeners, Uh, we're here today with me, Susanna, uh, Costa, Alex, and John. Um, We're here today to talk about, like we always do, games, news, and some fun stuff. Uh, Let's start today by discussing an article that was suggested by Pat in our AGG Discord channel um, for Cafe Billions uh, about Luigi's Mansion. Um, And according to the article, the Luigi's Mansion debug menu tracks various stats Uh, And it shows that the game is always aware of how much digital dust Luigi's Ghost Vacuum holds, even down to the milligram. So I guess we're wondering why you think the game might do that and what we could do with that information. What are you guys thinking?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is really bizarre. Because, I mean, looking at the article there, it says, uh, it's unclear why Luigi's Mansion tracks your dust totals. The most likely scenario is that it was part of some kind of unused game mechanic, whereas uh, wherein Luigi was possibly able to use the dust in ghost encounters or maybe even unlock new areas. Um, so, But yeah, dust, that's an interesting thing to collect. I guess it goes well with being a vacuum cleaner game, but you know.
2: So uh, what's the name of the fellow that made uh, EGAD. Yeah, he's just a liar. Wait, he, who's Egad? He just invent. Uh, that's the little doctor dude that made the vacuum Weasel cleaner. Oh, right. <laughs> he didn't make anything. He just made a vacuum cleaner, and it's it's it, the article is making it look like oh, as a side effect, it's collecting dust. No, as a side effect, it's sucking up guys. <laughs> he didn't invent anything. Egad, you're a fraud. He's but, like Dyson's so, already okay, got I, this. I,
0: I gotta do something. Different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's like copyright. Look, I gotta admit, I've never actually played Luigi's Mansion. So, like, what is the base story of this game? Why, why is he sucking ghost up ghosts? Mario
3: goes missing. Mario oh, right. goes missing right. in a mansion and it's a haunted mansion. And you go in there and you have to, yeah, suck up ghosts <laughs> to, I don't know, like un- you reveal new levels. And then you just continue and progress until you find Mario. I don't, yeah, I don't think there is any mechanic around, like, the milligrams of dust collectors. It seems, like, quite excessive to go to that level <laughs> for something.
0: As but, a designer, yeah. I'm going to say it was a really like, boring thing that I think it probably was going to mean, but it's really boring and we can pretend that it wasn't. But I think it was probably going to be, um, like, a expenditure mechanic, so force you to empty the dust after a certain amount of time to give you some sort of detrimental effect or some. Uh, but like that's man, really that's boring. Cool. So yeah,
3: yeah. Nah. Oh. yeah. I was going to say like that, that. That's just like just the, the you know the everyday life like yeah. like the gamifying <laughs> you you cleaning out your vacuum cleaner. They feel like this is too far. That's just like
0: epic job simulator. <laughs> it feels too like. realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Job simulator, like, but you mow the lawn. That's. that's- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the problem with some of these games and I mean like there's going to be a whole group of people out there that's going to hate me for this but I don't know if you guys oh, yeah, have yeah, ever played <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever played EVE Online the the MMO that's mm, yes. like so it's an MMO where basically the premise is that I think you're it's in the future and like the human body is built into this spaceship so you can fly around space and you can explore planets you can create like uh, groups with people you can do trading it's got like the the biggest and most realistic economy in any like MMO Um, and there's these huge space wars that have cost like hundreds of thousands of real world dollars so it sounds really exciting but if you actually go and play it um, so much of it is just number crunching to the the point where people have called it um, spreadsheets in space (laughs) (laughs) and I remember I, I had started playing it I'm like oh this is gonna be so good and then like Three hours in, I was like, I feel like I'm working harder than when I'm actually at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like this is meant to be my like time off, so oh. uh, that's what stopped me from actually. That sounds
0: it. like you know when you have a dream, but your dream is your job, and then you wake up and you have to get to work, and you're like, oh, I can't. I just did it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and you're work. tired from working.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I um, so I googled uh, before how much. Because, you know, they're weighing how much dust is in a vacuum cleaner. I I didn't see any screenshots. so I don't know if anyone's taken screenshots of Luigi's Mansion and seen how much dust they collected. In the average household, there's 40 pounds of dust a year that you vacuum up, which equates to about 18 kilos of uh, dust. <laughs> so, this is a,
3: an old
2: mansion. So, he's sucking up more than... Yeah. Well more than 18
3: kilos. <laughs> you know, and then you, you start looking at like how they calculate this. It's like how how do they, ca- in the game, how would they have calculated how much dust, like, you know, does the type of room matter how much dust is in there? Like all these kind well, of characteristics like, I mean, in there, like how no long. people
1: living in this mansion, right? It's all just ghosts, yeah,
3: right? Yeah, uh, well, EGAD is like Ghost in the so basement or shine. something, I think. <laughs> <It's only 21. laughs> sorry, you my bad. Do you, <laughs> they were people. Do you think the ghosts
0: count as dust when they're vacuumed up? Like do they make dust?
3: In that's, real life or in the uh, game? Maybe it's like a they you got know, like <laughs> <That's> thicker. <spiritual. laughs> like a thicker that's consistency or something. <laughs> well
2: doesn't that Will Smith movie say it weighs uh, uh, tw- was it 21 grams? Yeah. No, seven, seven, grams? Pounds. seven pounds. Seven pounds. Oh, wait. No, no those are two yeah. different movies. What movie are you talking about? No,
0: it's about? the same movie. It's no, the same there's movie. There's some movie. It's the same movie, but it's a different thing.
2: <laughs> the, there's some movie and it, it's whatever it's called, it's how much
3: they the say soul, that the human yeah. soul weighs. Oh, yeah. Why have I heard that? Because that that's for? like
0: when you die or something. It's a movie that's with the, Will Smith. The uh, weight that you yeah. lose, like at the time that you die or something.
2: I figured that was always like... Your pulse or your heartbeat, like you know, if you if you stood on a scale and then you kind of like jiggled on it, your weight would kind of go up. So I figure every time it's like that's just kinetic seventeen energy. grams. Yeah, kinetic energy. Yeah, Dr. Von Costa. <laughs> I'm, I'm but E-Dead. how 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 would they
0: weigh that? Because like dead people can't stand up. The
3: jiggle the scales I don't think the jiggle is how they measure it
1: Alex. you gotta pick up the scales and kind of just push it through the ghost <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it like just for a split second you get an accurate reading <laughs> well you just crushed my uh, dreams <laughs> don't measure the jiggle <laughs> uh, but should we go to the poll now should go to the poll. What was the, the poll, John? The, the poll, so uh, as well as asking for articles chosen by the community, we did our first community poll uh, this fortnight. And the question was, uh, which handheld console do you have the most fond memories with? Um, and so we'll go through some of the top answers we got. Uh, in uh, fifth place, we have the Atari Lynx with 7.4% of the community. Uh, With In fourth place, we've got the Nintendo Switch, also with 7.4%. Then in third place, we've got the Nintendo 3DS slash DS slash DSi. I thought we'd lump them together because they're similar. Um, And that had uh, 22% of votes. In second place, we had the PSP or Vita uh, with 25%. And then in first place... For the most fondly memorable console, handheld console, we had the Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance with uh, one third of total votes. What do you guys make of that? How do you feel about those results? I, as we were talking about before,
3: what the hell is an Atari Lynx? <laughs> I think Lynx is a type of cat, I think. Yeah, they had, the, uh, they had the Atari Jaguar, which is the home console version of that, I think. Oh, was, uh, were all the consoles named after cats? I think so. Yeah, Atari Jaguar. <laughs> wow. That's and awesome. then yeah, the the Lynx.
0: Um, it says that wow. the Lynx was released in 1989, yeah. which is probably why none of us <laughs> just have one lying around. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah well, well, maybe yeah, maybe that is telling about the community. Um, yeah. So I mean, that, the Atari yeah. Lynx had two votes. So yeah. Two people.
3: Interesting. And... The the top. Like, interesting that PSP Vita was above 3DS, DS, DSi. Yeah.
1: Mm. I was surprised the Switch got hardly any votes compared to the others. Um, I thought people were going to definitely vote for Switch, but mm. I guess that's still a fairly recent handheld. So, maybe people are still yeah. forming those memories. I don't
3: know. Well, I mean, you know, you can think of it as like a hybrid, you know, uh, home console handheld kind of blending the lines. I think
0: I'm team game the, boy uh, color the ga- but also d s like I voted both so I couldn't pay. Mm.
1: yeah yeah i am w- I, um, I would probably also be a game boy color i reckon that's where yeah. most of my childhood gaming was
3: i had yeah my my most of mine was game boy advance s <laughs> p
1: Yes, with the backlight, wow. the first one with the backlight. The backlight, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't have to, when you're in the car, you didn't have to quickly oh, tilt it towards amazing. the light to You
3: didn't have to buy those like magnifying glass <laughs> worry, no, attachments top. with the <laughs> light on there. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, man, have you seen some of those old ones for the Game Boy? Uh, I can't even remember what's called, but it like, the amount of just sheer size it adds to the Game Boy is ridiculous.
3: Yeah. all of those, one, all There's so many. There's like a whole market of accessories that were just attached to, to like all the different Game Boys.
2: It was a um a diabetes one. I'm pretty sure. Like it would. It was like an attachment. You like it would prick your finger. No or something. way. It would measure your um <laughs> your blood sugar. Wow. That's I'm pretty really sure. Let's cool. that, that must out there. That be a real
0: early like example pre- of like games for, game. for health or something. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. yeah, it is
2: actually. That's a good idea. I'm pretty sure you guys talk amongst yourselves while I actually fact. <laughs> I
0: had a camera I w- I and a if printer made like for a my Game Boy.
3: Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this I had was that one too. Game,
1: Game Boy camera. <laughs> Yeah, man, the mini games on that were re- they were crazy. That
3: was a fever. So it was so weird. We- like it was almost like. It-
0: and remember yeah. that loading like screen Warrior, that had like Mario doing like, some sort of like weird yeah. rap dance thing. Like, what was that a?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. <right. laughs> I wonder who made that game, like who actually made that game. It was just, it was so not Nintendo.
1: Well, you think it was just like one guy in a back room for like three years and then
3: (laughs) some like random engineer in Japan, like.
1: Well, did you guys ever, because on that, if you like tried to take a photo and you were like out of film, which wasn't a real thing, but they put a film counter on it, similar to the dust counter in Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you tried doing that or you didn't have photos, it would come up with this screen and it had like this... Weird, this guy's face pulling a face yeah. with I or. it was terrifying. I remember It was really it was creepy, yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And you try saying run, and it's like, What are you running from? Yeah, that's like creepy past history yeah. now. <laughs> well, it actually happened. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Yeah, I know that stuff's scary. I don't know. It's like we were talking about when were we talking about it? The um, oh, in the um, uh, Blue Moon. Mm. Games uh, episode, and we we're talking about um, what were we talking about? I just mentally like, Creepy pasta. Yeah, creepy pasta. Oh, but about how games back then were just like needlessly scary, mm. like <laughs> just like creepily, they would do stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of study got put in those games to go, okay, you can't do that stuff anymore because we have a lot we're of standards. trauma getting pumped <laughs> yeah, out. I yeah. feel like maybe that's um, maybe, maybe that's what's research. wrong with
0: me. It was just those games, like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. There's liminal spaces, <laughs> liminal spaces. That's what Oh, yeah. Actually, that'd be worth bringing up to you guys. But first, hang on. One sec. Got my research. Yep. It was a real thing. It was uh, called the Glucoboy wow. and it turns diabetes blood testing into a game. A new glucose monitor. Ta- this was in 2007. Wow. Um, oh, man. A new glucose monitor targeted at children with juvenile diabetes hopes to entice its young users- By doubling as a video game, yada, 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 basically you test your blood and it rewards you somehow, rewards players for routine glucose checks or having correct blood sugar levels by giving them points,
3: which can be used to unlock mini games on the cartridge. Hold on. It it came out in 2007 for the Game Boy Advance. Like the DS was out at that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Is this what ended the Camboriats <laughs> scene? They just spent <laughs> so long devving
0: it that they were like, we've got a ship now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, the thing that worries me, so I think it's an awesome idea, but like, look, I, I don't know if you guys ever had, um, you could get like Tamagotchi, like the Digimon Tamagotchis with the pedometer in it where oh, you yeah, would have to yeah. like, like walk around and it would it would count your steps and then you would find Digimon and stuff. Um, so it's meant to be for fitness but I had one and I definitely didn't walk around I just sat there on my couch shaking this. it because yeah. um, <laughs> I wanted to beat the game and it makes me wonder John, what are you this, doing in this that game, room? you have to prick yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's that sound? general <laughs> <Did you want? laughs> one? Fortunately, I was too young for that to even be a question. (laughs) But but no, for me, when I hear like, "All right, this is a game. You have to prick yourself to get rewarded." I mean, Mm. is is this kids just like pricking themselves over and over (laughs) to beat the game?
2: If they've proven that, you know, uh, video games kind of activates that same part of the brain that gambling does to some people and stuff like that. If you're like, oh, just a few more points, <laughs> just like getting faint, just like just a, a few more points. And what happens if, maybe you, maybe they, they, pong, if you test and maybe your blood sugar's th- low,
0: do you get a really creepy <clears throat> pasta face? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just knocks him out. <laughs> But or, Far or, if six email, <laughs> or if you don't you an email. I'm disappointed in you. Or if you don't want to do it, maybe you could find like a what's a high glucose fruit or something you could just stab Jelly <laughs> beans. The <laughs> <with it. laughs> yeah, the jelly beans.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you want it's interesting. It actually launched in Australia. Wow. Like it was an oh, Aussie wow. thing. It says here, yeah, oh, "Glucoboy launched yeah. in Australia on World Diabetes Day with plans to bring the glucose testing device to more regions soon." So it actually probably was invented in Australia and launched here. And then was going to go to other countries, but oh, God. look her boy no more. So, because <laughs> you've worked in the health sector, in video
2: games and stuff like that, do you reckon this this would have been a project you would have worked on?
3: Sounds like a cool thing. I mean, there's like even um, there's VR games that are designed to track um, a like a, an injection so that um, younger kids, when they have to get a shot or something, it kind of looks like, in VR, it looks like a bug that's, I think I've mentioned this before, it looks like a bug that flies on your arm and then it like stings you a bit and it's actually them putting the injection. <laughs> oh, in. Th- right. I mean, there's so much like gamification around health. <laughs> Sorry. Why <laughs> are you it's laughing? Just a, it's just a funny concept. That's, I feel like that would develop fear. I know. I feel kid. like that's Why? worse. I, I, I can't like- even. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe I put my it on, headset. I'm getting it say- wrong. Maybe it wasn't a bug. It was something, but- they they masked it in a way where it's like, didn't seem like you were actually, you know, you weren't in a doctor's office and you weren't getting a shot. It was something it was just else. like
1: but. getting a snake bite. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did that
3: a be hilarious If the
1: VR level is you're just in a doctor's office getting a
3: shot.
0: <laughs> but the doctor's like <laughs> so <on> a, <laughs> a creepy <laughs> sorry, ghost sorry. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't say still, game. we're going to change have- it into Luigi's vacuuming you up.
1: <laughs> all right, I gotta yeah. ask you guys because um, I, I, so. while you're talking about this, Alex, I googled "glucose boy" all one word. I want to know what came up first for you guys on Google when you if well, you I, I, glu- I typed in Game Boy diabetes. <laughs> all right, just search "glucose boy" all is one word. New, is
3: that the new Game Boy? What's the first thing that comes up? <laughs> Game Boy diabetes. <laughs> Glucose boy. It, it's just normal Glucose boy. It's like WebMD. Or something like that. He a lot really... of pictures of hands. Okay. Maybe
1: Google's highly Mine came up with baby names. It started <laughs> oh. with what oh, is John. the meaning of the baby name Glucose Boy?
0: Yeah, what? and as I say
1: <laughs> I've got literally
0: nothing. Glucose of that. boy meaning on a financial level. By nature, cautious and anxious, paying close <laughs> attention to your expenses. <laughs> like, what are you trying <laughs> to tell me, too. Google? <laughs>
1: It's a yeah, no, you right. bought too many copies today. I mean, is glucose boy a common name for a child? <laughs> what is what glucose glucose, yeah, glucose boy. boy? Is that a common name for a child? <laughs> hey, glue. <Yeah. laughs>
2: no, I got none of that. I, I, I just got, artic- I got a lot of pictures of hands, a lot of upset looking kids, and um, <laughs> just a lot of. Okay. News articles.
1: <laughs> so this is Google We're actually just trying to adapt this results to us. So yeah. I mean, Susanna, you got kids, right?
0: Yeah. But you know, it says that I'm not <laughs> yeah. paying close See- <laughs> attention to my expenses. So I'm feeling judged for my coffees today. <laughs> <laughs> but also it does it says that Glucose Boy <laughs> is a gender neutral name. So it's good to know.
3: Oh that's it's good. good <laughs> Interesting, yeah. It yeah, is good. I um, found the uh, VR vaccine video. It's Definitely cooler, I think, than I explained. But a lot of the comments are saying that it's quite dystopian. <laughs> D-
1: oh, dystopian blood tests.
3: Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's... Yeah. If you... I posted the video there. If you have a look at it, it's pretty cool.
1: Uh, I don't know. Just the
2: thought of... uh Yeah. Look, it can be The game's going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, it can be viewed as dystopian. A, oh, it looks pretty. It yeah. Does. It looks pretty cool. Now there's a kid crying. <laughs> well, it is... <laughs> There's so many the kids hallway. crying today. Oh, okay. oh yeah, he's looking around. There's a a nice little person in armor.
1: I think it oh, looks- it's going to give kids trust issues. It's like no. I trust this person. It just ran at him. Oh okay, cool. So they're putting in like a power stone on the kids. Yeah,
3: and um, it's kind of like they're leveling up the kids. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: Cool. i kind
2: of want this I can i get cool. this for my covid next year <laughs> <laughs> yes the kids aren't even reacting damn
3: yeah because i mean and look at the dislike to like ratio on that as well people really oh don't God. like it i thought it was kind of cool hmm.
1: is it uh as bad as the nintendo online
0: ratio? <laughs>
2: the ratio you know <laughs> they
1: just hurt you to your face
2: <laughs> <laughs> It hurts when they take it out of your wallet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're like that um clockwork um, orange. They make they hold your eyes open and show you the yeah. <laughs> show you the bad port that they're gonna make you pay twenty bucks for. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but thing. um Yeah, so there you go. Game Boy, Game Boy, Glico Color Spring. Advanced, yeah. most fond memories. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And that one person who voted for the game gear. Whatever that is, Drop
3: Sega, game, Sega gear.
2: game Gear. Uh, cool. It's another Sega.
3: Yeah, it was pretty popular actually in the mid nineties.
2: You're a Sega boy, aren't you?
3: Uh,
2: is Sega boy a gender neutral name? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, my glucose boy, glucose boy, Sega. Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and for the listeners, um. So we're going to be doing these polls every fortnight, um. As well as the uh. Feel free to submit articles that you want us to talk about. Um, and that can be done through the AGD Discord, the Adelaide Game Developers. Um, and you'll probably find a link for that, hopefully, in the description of this. Mm-hmm. Um, or if not, search uh, Cafe Bullions AGD and you'll find us somewhere on the internet. Hey, get that SEO. <laughs>
3: That's right. Uh, let's go first bit of news. So yeah. So, who's first? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I posted first. Netflix is, we've mentioned this before on our uh, podcast, but Netflix is launching into video games. They've actually launched um, on Android and iOS, I believe, um, with titles including Stranger Things. So um, as expected, they've actually uh, now finally launched with the introduction of five mobile games, playable initially on Android devices, but I think it's now on iOS as well. Um, The titles are included in a Netflix subscription and there'll be no advertising or additional purchases required. The initial offering includes titles linked to Netflix shows such as Stranger Things 1984 and Stranger Things 3 The Game. Also included are Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, and Teeter Up. Um, So the company says that the games aren't available on kids' profiles and that a pin (sighs) like the one used to rope off adult titles will be required to play. Some will be available to play offline. I was going to say
2: that actually feels like a safer way for kids to play, right? Because if you're a kid, you're not paying for Netflix. You know, a caregiver or parent is is paying for it. So they said they're not going to show ads. They've already got their money from, you know, the the one paying the bill. There'd be no incentivization, if that's a word, for, you know, buying extra or extra points. It, It feels perfect to market towards kids.
3: I mean, I think it's the, the nature of the tide. Was like Stranger Things oh, yeah, and that sort of stuff. I mean, surely. Um, I mean, teeter up. They would be missing out on an opportunity if they don't do a, a Squid Games game. <laughs> well, yeah. Instagram's already jumped on that. All the filters oh, really? you
2: can get for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, And, and they all work by blinking. So, like um, that uh, red light, green light game, you just constantly blink. Yeah. And um, if you stop blinking, your character stops running and- well, oh, wow. They do ones with like your face tracing around the yeah. Dalgona. What
3: what what's interesting now is like game developers, you know, or or media companies, let's say, they can now try to pitch to Netflix like a combo, you know, here's a TV show we want made, but here's a game we also want made. Netflix now becomes the sole um you know uh channel to release both of those. So mm. Yeah, it'll be cool to see um, if there's any of those things that start to happen. Like, you know, it seems perfect for like a, an like an animated um, TV show or movie, and then they've got a you know companion game like like they do at the moment anyway with like uh, you know Peter Rabbit comes out and they got the Peter Rabbit game on on iOS. It'll be interesting to see if those two things start to go hand in hand on Netflix. Um, and 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 interesting as well, it's like how. I've seen uh, it's already on the app. If you go on your Netflix app on your phone, you can already see the games there. And on iOS, you actually have to uh, download the app separately because of Apple's guidelines. They don't let you practically run another game store within. So, you know, so you have to actually download the apps separately, but they're still linked in the uh, Netflix app, whereas I think Android allows that.
2: Yeah, right. It would be, I wonder... If this would be cool, like the next frontier of this kind of stuff, even though this is brand new. But if you playing the game impacts what you watch, because it's oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it could be like fair to assume that, I don't know what the term would be, but we're not like a one media species anymore. Like we're not mm. just watching TV. You're watching TV and on your phone. They're probably banking on this. So if somehow what you're playing on your phone, like, um, you know, those games that have mobile companion apps. Mm. I remember the first Watch Dogs had it where um, you'd play people online and you'd be like controlling the traps around the city and they'd be driving around like, Mm. uh, even if it was a thing like that, like some kind of companion app.
3: Yeah, Fallout uh, had, I can't remember what they had. Yeah. The Vault, I can't remember, they had like a a mobile companion app as well.
2: Yeah, right.
3: Or even, you know, and it kind of seems kind of like they're going down that route. I know Netflix has, uh, they've got their Choose Your Own Adventure, like, Shows, yeah, you know, like in like, uh, the Minecraft one, like Mirror and all that stuff. And that. The Minecraft one, yeah, Yeah,
0: maybe you could do more with the the mobile it. to have different sorts of interactivity rather than just a click and choose, like a remote. Maybe you know, do actual interactive elements with your gyroscope or moving stuff around or saying things mm. or using your mic. You could Atlanta Falcons and then it plays. So see, it on if you're
1: screen. what, if you're
2: <laughs> what's your name yeah, if, if you uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah if you're um yeah if you're if you're watching yeah you're watching Netflix you're on your phone at the same time if I, if you're Netflix wouldn't you be like we need to maximize their attention mm-hmm. to our machine as much as possible and they go
1: mm-hmm. well we're not getting rid of the phones so
2: but it is a way
1: for them to be competitive have that competitive advantage over all the other strip streaming platforms as well. Mm. Cause I mean, when Netflix came out, it really was the one streaming platform. And everyone went, cool, let's go to Netflix. And they've kind of they were luckily they were early enough to get the whole like the same thing that happens with Google where you want to search something, you say, let's Google it. And you want to watch movies on a date or whatever, you say Netflix and chill. You don't yeah. to say Stan and chill. <laughs> In fact, he if was. you say Stan, it sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
3: who Stan? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, have you, you um, know Netflix so maybe they're is like to more, it's like more expensive, isn't it? Than like all the other ones. Quite significantly, I think. Netflix? Yeah.
3: Well, they jumped up because of the tax uh, Australian digital goods or something.
1: Right. I
0: was wondering yeah. if, like, maybe, like, you know, if their revenue is a lot more than the other streaming services, maybe they're going, oh, we can try new things because we've got that kind of increased revenue."
1: Not Foxtel. Mm.
0: Yeah, good See point. <laughs> so, when sure. I wanted
1: to watch the the uh, Zack Snyder cut of um, Justice League, mm. um, not knowing that uh, it also came out on Binge, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Oh, that's what I watched it on. Yeah, Google told me I was only on Foxtel now. So I was like, uh, went to sign up for the trial, realized I had already signed up <laughs> and used oh, yeah. it. And then it was like, sign up for our basic package, which was like, okay, don't judge me, guys. It was like, oh. <laughs> it was like 20 bucks or whatever. Um, and then I got in. And then I went to click on it and it said Get you need package. to be using our premium package <laughs> <laughs> to watch oh, this, which is another 25 bucks. Uh, so so like, told me you paid $45. I paid the
2: $45 to watch the Zack It was oh on Binge. Oh it was on Binge. And Netflix is Binge, isn't it? Isn't that the same company? No, Binge Binge's is actually Fox owned Joe, by Foxtel. Yeah. It's their version
1: oh,
3: of- Wait, what did I just say? Netflix. You said Netflix. on
0: Yeah.
2: yeah oh, so
3: I'm
0: a
1: dope. That's what I meant. I meant Foxtel. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I didn't even know. I thought binge was just for like reality shows or something at the time. So, yeah. So, that one's on me, but yeah. That would be cool because I've watched Walking Dead on binge. So, it turns out that's a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Some days. But yeah, so Netflix is definitely better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some days, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Um. So, what... What other Netflix titles? So, Costa, you mentioned Squid Game. They'd be crazy to not do one. Mm. What other Netflix titles would lend themselves to having a game
1: and potential poll? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of The Crown lately. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Are you able to make a game out of the politics and the, the Crown Royal dating family? simulator?
0: That is really great. You gotta, that you gotta, the
1: you Crown, though, pe- uh,
0: really well done, isn't it? That show. Like, I was like, this is going to be heaps yeah, boring. Really and then I, like, I was like, whoa, like, it's really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of slow moving, but it's like one of those things that after you get into it, like three or four episodes, it's kind of addictive. But I, I don't know how the the royal family feels about it. Um, I think from what I read uh, the latest season, because I think they were starting to talk about Princess Diana and stuff. Yeah. And they were starting to get a little more um, flexible with the truth. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Because I think I read they had a uh, someone who was Princess Diana's friend come on as a producer to kind of help them s- stick with the accuracy, and she ended up leaving <laughs> during the uh, the next season's uh, writing process because she felt they weren't sticking to the truth enough. And yeah, well, that always. So. Yeah, that's that's not a good sign, especially if they're a friend of Princess Diana's. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. So. That's like, um, I mean, there's so many who have done that, but. The Queen movie that came out. Mm. And not well, not as, as speaking of the Crown, and not not the Queen as in the royal Queen. Queen is in the band. Oh um, right. yep. It was just like grossly exaggerated. Um, right. Like Brian May, the guitarist, was pushing it. Like it has to be told like this, and like I'm pretty sure that's the reason why Sasha Baron Cohen, who was originally yeah, going to do left. it, he he left because they just they pretty much just blamed everything on him. Yeah, on I think front, they, wanted um,
3: to, they wanted to kill off Freddie Mercury in the middle of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's
2: right. And they Wait, were like, oh, we'll explore what the movie, what the band did afterwards. Mm. But like, I mean, with all those TV shows and movies, um, if there's like two people in a scene and one of those people are dead before they wrote this, like chances are what you're about to watch is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is what happened. Yeah,
0: that's pretty fair because you can hear uh, really hearsay at that point, isn't it? <laughs> No
2: one can back you up. <laughs> but um should we open that up to a poll, a potential poll of uh what Netflix titles yeah, would that's make a good idea. Good, suitable mobile games. That's the thing. Mobile games. We're not talking next gen PC gaming, talking mobile gaming.
1: Mm. Companion yeah, apps. Yeah, companion apps, stuff like that. Cool. All should right, we go on next news article? This one is. Oh, do you need a
2: segue, or do do you want to take two for a segue?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. We'll do a second poll, which is what's the best segue? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I found this news article about uh, take two, which is was it the studio or the producer? I have it here, uh, but take take two uh, had a public earnings report come out that showed they had a cancelled and unannounced game that had already cost them fifty three million dollars US. Um, the game was codenamed Vault, but no one knows anything more about the game. Um, one of the inside scoops apparently is that it was hit by a number of setbacks amidst the coronavirus pandemic, um, but there's no clear information about anything else uh, related to it. So. Um, I shared this because I know this apparently happens a lot um, but I mean you you look at projects like this where there's 53 million already spent um, and you know people would have put so much into this and then it kind of just gets pulled Mm. Um, that would be so rough to be on a project like that usually that
3: kills a studio 53 million like and nothing publicly to show like you you guys remember um the rogue squadron games
2: yeah. Like Star Wars Rogue Squadron on um, GameCube they had a and bunch all. That. Of them. They were so good. They were made by Factor 5. Mm. Factor 5 was so good. they were a team that goes like above and beyond. Um, that happened to them where uh, like it's they weren't producing the game so I'm guessing Take-Two. Yeah, cuz it says Take-Two spent 53 million to cancel was for Mafia 3 developer. So they must have been the producer Take-Two or whatever the publisher. Let's say, and the the developer was Hanger Thirteen. That happened to yeah, uh, Factor Five. Um, it was meant to be. It was on a Superman game. It was like an open world Superman game, and it was meant to be. It was a brand new video game company. I th- maybe I'm confusing the stories, but it was. Um, they were making the Superman game. They put so much money into it. They'd never made a game before. They'd never budgeted for a game before. By the end of it, they weren't paying the staff. Um, and yeah, then it just liquidated, like, a, a loss like that, yeah, that kills a company.
3: Even, um, uh, I'm a huge fan of Stargate, so it, like, there's been so many attempts at a Stargate game. Stargate the Alliance um, was a first-person shooter, supposed to come out in 2005. I think it was made by an Australian developer, Perception, and they had disputes um, with their, uh, I think the, the, Uh, the publisher and then I think it was around money and then again just disappeared and then uh, Stargate Worlds was an MMO where they raised 50 million new company um, completely you know uh, never done a game before never budgeted and they burnt through that 50 million and that company went bankrupt and the game never got released
1: that sucks (laughs)
3: there's so much money out there in the wrong places Yeah. (laughs) yeah but what you know Interesting, like in take two's perspective, like what, what would have, like what sort of information do you look at and you go, we've spent 53 million on this and it's just not salvageable?
1: Like, well, they would have to recoup. More. Well, they probably won't recoup that, but possibly they thought that sticking with it would pull the whole place under. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's obviously, it would never be an easy decision to make that, um, no especially way. if it's that size. This would probably be hundreds, if not thousands, of
3: people on a game. And the report yeah, so. didn't even mention that the the affiliated studio, um, no. but then it, but then they said that it was uh, like a report said that it was from the Mafia Three developer.
2: Yeah, Hangar Thirteen, which is mm. hilarious because something must have been bad enough to pull the title, but then they released Mafia Three, <laughs>
3: which apparently <laughs> yeah. wasn't that great.
2: Yeah. No, it wasn't. I. In uh, 2016, there was a very angry Alex playing that game. Yeah, I was
3: so interested. Yeah, I I just remember when it came out, it was negative reviews, and I just gave it a miss. But Mafia just- Two was amazing.
2: Two was good. One was good. Three was just super duper boring. Like, Wait, it when was did Mafia Three come out? I think 2016.
3: So oh, this okay. game has probably been been in development uh, like since then. Really, they haven't. Re- I don't think they have released another title besides yeah. the definitive edition.
1: The, the definitive edition, which again, buggy as hell, is gross. Possibly. Well, because you—I mean, possibly that's related, though. You know, if they had a whole lot of people working on this project, then mm. they may mm. not have had the resources to work on these other projects, or these, or definitive edition was maybe. This is pure speculation yeah, but um, possibly an attempt to kind of recoup some money mm-hmm. and quickly yeah, kind of make some money. Well, maybe because the they the, only remade yeah. um, one.
2: They made the, re, They remade one from the ground up, but I'm pretty sure two was, was just a reskin, and three had just come out anyway. Okay,
3: the poor developers um, that worked on that, and then just like four years of their life, yeah. you know, all the work, and then it's just gone, not never to be released. It'll probably leak out. I wouldn't be surprised, like a lot of these games do. Yeah,
0: or like in the next, you remember few years. like how um like Epic canceled Paragon, and then they gave away all the assets, like on mm. the Epic Store, mm. but then like this other company did like uh a crowd like a gofundme to remake like another game like another moba using the assets from paragon and like they made like millions of dollars from the the crowdfunding campaign to oh just like would- remake a better paragon wow. like- <laughs>
3: just <laughs> reuse the assets yeah. are they open are they open source assets like can you yeah. use them for commercial purposes yeah
0: so um I, wow. and Real, when they they get yeah, like decided to just give a give them all away through the store, like, through the Unreal store. Like, I'm pretty sure there's no restrictions on their use at all. So, I think you can't resell Probably. the asset, like, because mm. it's free asset, but I'm pretty sure yeah. you can use them in commercial games. with.
3: But, I mean, it works in their favor. You know, they'll make money off the the title if whatever title uses it and then gets big, they make royalty off the engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah good works point. Works
0: in their favor. But, yeah, imagine cancelling um, a game for yeah, someone to of- then remake pretty much remake that game
2: like yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's been a bunch i remember there was um uh was it the darth mole game or was it the bob F- of the django fett game one of them or it might have even been another Star I was
3: 1313 remember- i think yeah. he's like you're talking about that never got released lucas arts i think was the last game they um were working on before disney or disney bought them and then basically scrapped the game even though it was like on track to be. Apparently,
2: they kept them all in the dark with that. Like they made it seem like it was going ahead. That I think that was in that blood, sweat, and pixels. It, book. it is
3: in blood, sweat, and pixels. Very good mm. book, actually. Recommend it if anyone hasn't read it.
2: I remember one of the um, one of those Star Wars games that got cancelled. They showed the footage of it, and amazing. You yeah, you're in, you're on Coruscant, I think, and I think you're, you're playing as a clone trooper or something, and you get in a ship, and you just fly into the sky, and you keep flying far enough, and you, you go into space like i've not seen a game uh, that that does that think, lets you do that transition
3: i think you're thinking maybe of uh battlefront 3
2: that's what i'm thinking of yeah, was the cancelled battlefront
3: cancelled and that one was uh supposed to come out i think like 2007 and it would you know, it had that mechanic of being able to play like battle on land and then fly all the way to space and it would have this like it just seamless yeah, Which yeah. I I don't I mean I again you know, there's probably some game out there that does that now, but at the time it was like pretty revolutionary.
2: I rebuilt that just that idea in Unreal Engine <laughs> last summer. Yeah, and oh my god, it was so satisfying um, because the Unreal Engine's new um, atmosphere mm. uh, makes it so you can just make you just drag an element in and it just creates a planet. Um, so yeah, you you just do that. You just make a get the flying ship start thing drag in the sky and just fly up as far as you can and then you're in space you release
1: that Alex no no yeah with their assets and <laughs> yeah. do another one over them well does Disney own epic yet? <laughs> 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 yet
3: next step
2: <laughs> alright yeah Alex, Alex um, you're next up you I am next up yes uh, so some local news the Sasa which is the South Australian Screen Awards, the nominations are out for Best Game. I believe this is the first time they've had Best Game as a title as part of the SASAs. Um, As we've heard on previous podcasts, uh, I think locally film and games have a bit of a sketchy history, but are learning to share their toys now. <laughs> um, and yeah, one of them. So these are South Australian games. Um, we've got... Mighty Kingdom has two titles in this list. So we got Mighty Kingdom Dreamworks, Gabby's Dollhouse, um, Brood Engagement Extended Reality Labs with Henosis. Um, Joy Ever After Studio Studios Joy Ever After <laughs> Stories, which is Kathy, Frog, Frog's Princess, Chapters One and Two, and another Mighty Kingdom title, Ava's Manor. Also, we got uh Susanna here. With uh, you worked on hernosis.
0: I did. I did the narrative oh, um, did you? for hernosis. Yeah, so you oh, did. awesome. Yeah, I so congrats. Thanks. Right. We recently ported to Switch. Oh, Switch. that's awesome. that was exciting. So oh, yeah, awesome. congratulations. Yeah, the yeah, yeah.
1: So. That was um. You, you also uh, was it Damien, Doctor Damien, Doctor Damien. Yep. He's, uh, yeah, he's head
0: of Beer Labs or so Brew Engagement Extended Reality
1: labs yeah. oh cool
2: I, I went know to what with that. Him, is okay
3: so, uh, i've seen yeah. beer labs and i was like i wasn't sure if yeah. that was
0: yes
2: okay. yeah i'm used to hearing beer labs and yeah I, yeah you probably hear me reading it out i'm like is this like brood, i'm pretty sure engaged, if it's spelling extended, beer but i'm not yeah. sure <laughs> but i knew the name honosis and i was like that's susanna so then i was like oh, okay yeah that is beer labs
0: and um the that's yeah, was, awesome I I mean, just, and, uh,
1: how big was the team susanna
0: uh, so most there was quite a, a few people involved in the the level design and the coding aspect um But the the artist, uh, Andrew, he's amazing. He did all the art himself. So all of the backgrounds, all of the animations, all of the characters, all of the enemies, um, the interface, the UI, the concept art, the promotional art, everything himself. So I I was, um, I think, yeah, really big commendations to to Andrew for that was just amazing that, you know, he just pumped that out and, you know, and it's beautiful, beautiful arts, like inspired by like all these... um, really cool kind of surrealist stuff. Um, there's a lot of Geiger feel to it. It's a uh, really, really cool art style. Um, and, yeah, uh,
2: yeah also. Dr.
0: Damien and his team, um, the the level design and a lot of that hard stuff there. Um, and then I just get to do the fun part with the narrative. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Awesome. So how did that work? Was it um, they had the game mechanic already and then – Um, they wanted, they needed a narrative um, or was the narrative in tandem with the game design?
0: Yeah. So he kind of like, um, Andrew came up with the, the kind of the big mechanic that he's got around this kind of um, this water droplet type motion. So this type of motion that clings to things and then kind of zips across things. Um, And I kind of uh, came up with this, this idea, like I really like that mechanic. And I really like this idea of like um, how water clings to like dry surfaces. So like like it's it starts to mm. kind of like melt into it. So then I um kind of went with this idea. Like I really like this idea of like uh like it's you know what happened is like I, I feel like like the narrative that I came up with is kind of like hinted through the game, but it's not a huge part of it. But like I'm really we're really keen to do some more DLC where more of the narrative is kind of come comes out. But it's kind of got this a global warming feel to it where like um, you know, this is oneness and water needs the earth and the earth needs the water. But because this landscape's dry, this this water droplets kind of travel and find more water to take back to its home planet for replenishing. But in doing so, it's pulling from other places. And there's kind of this idea of like, we're like the water drop and humans are, you know, we're mostly made up of water. But like, what are we doing to the landscape? And what's happening to the landscape? So I kind of pulled all that in and and wanted to have this idea of, like unity and consistency, which is what hypnosis means. It's this idea of kind of like unity. Um, it's like a Greek Greek word, mm. and kind of this. Uh, what is the mm. impact of what we're doing, and how does what we do affect the world around us? And how can we kind of not be that way? <laughs> but <laughs> not spoilery.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And um, how how long how long was the development, and how long were you in that development for?
0: I think it was it was quite a while. It was, I reckon about four years that it was we're working on it. But to start with, it was just Andrew. He mm. did a lot by himself to begin with, and then uh, started bringing in other people. Mm. And then um, really early on, I had some say in the narrative stuff, and then you know just checking in, and doing little things here and there. But um, I really didn't do anywhere near um, what the others did. But I'm super keen to. Mm.
2: Oh, you did the narrative.
0: (laughs) Thank you. There's no game without the narrative. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome.
1: Um, I have a feeling like every episode we're going to bring up a game that Susanna's worked on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll just find out slightly (laughs) Um, hey, hey, Susanna. Actually, did you work on that game from Take Two that (laughs) was (laughs)
0: cancelled? Damn.
1: (laughs) Do you got any inside scoop?
0: That's my deep dark (laughs) secret.
1: It was a fifty-three million dollar what was the games that we were talking about the other time? The dating simulators? Oh yeah. Fifty-three million dollar dating simulator. That'd be amazing. That's why they haven't
2: announced it. I think that's all you need for the dating simulator is fifty-three million. Like, (laughs) that's my perk. I'm very rich.
0: Speaking of that, like I'm super keen Um, to play Boyfriend Dungeon. Has anyone heard of Boyfriend Dungeon?
2: Is no, that on
4: Game Pass Google at the it. moment?
0: Yeah, it's like really, really like new. No. Um, yeah, but it's like supposed to be a dungeon crawler slash dating sim, <laughs> mm. and I am pretty Real keen to oh, see okay. how that works. But I think what happens is you oh. you like walk around dungeons and date people, and then those people somehow become <laughs> your weapons. Like they become like a physical weapon that you equip or something. If you, I don't know, I'm. I am keen
1: What, <laughs> yeah, what an interesting mechanic That is an
3: interesting mechanic
0: It is, isn't it?
1: It, it looks very much like um, Bastion and Transistor and Hades That kind of oh, like yep. style, similar gameplay
2: Boyfriend I, I, I typed in Boyfriend Dungeon game Just because I didn't want <laughs> have Boyfriend Dungeon in my Google Because it was, wasn't it was, it was, was already auto-filled
0: for you, Alex, you know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So
2: you, <laughs> you've ridiculous. been flagged
1: by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, the
2: dude's dude has got a sword. okay, so it's like it's like a quirky I don't know why I thought it'd be serious. like okay. obviously, it's gonna be some kind of quirky thing, but go,
1: go down to like the first gif they've got. It's like all the enemies are these cocktail martinis <laughs> just dancing around <laughs> on the dance floor or something. On the Steam page,
0: <laughs> that looks great. Oh, right. no, that, that looks, looks really great. Steam,
1: not Google Images.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so keen for this.
3: <laughs> this is like what a what a random combination of genres. I know,
0: right? That's why I had to mention. <laughs> and they call your weapons
1: like... Beyblades. <laughs> they call your weapons Beyblades, as in B A E
3: blades. Oh, <bay> blade. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. on. Uh, it's on the game. It's on Game Pass actually. And, and I thought oh, I saw oh, it. Awesome. Yeah, give it a. Play. I'll give it a shot.
2: So, uh, who are the boyfriends? Is it the the bad guys or is it the people fighting?
1: It depends. What's your
2: flavor, Alex? It's <laughs> my flavor. My um, <laughs> you into villains know, or the heroes? The muscles on uh, this gentleman. <laughs> I am.
3: The bigger the muscles, the bigger the baby or <laughs> <laughs> it'll protect you.
2: I don't. Well, I don't understand. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna have
1: to um, research that. <laughs> Come on, add to wish list. He's you gotta do it. I gotta
0: book two weeks of no leave I will. immediately. Oh, <laughs> we'll do it.
2: <laughs> I'm so confused because then there's drinks, but the this the gif that you're talking about with the drinks doesn't match the style of like the cover. Like
3: <laughs> I I'm think so you cut I think you cut to conversation and that's the that's the style what so you like it looks like as if you're playing and it's got the dungeon sort of isometric and then probably when you encounter a person it switches to that like 2d D visual novel style in a conversation yeah visual novel style yeah mm, i'm just i'm
2: just stuck reading the reviews
0: <laughs> all
2: right yeah that's uh maybe Interesting. i'll pick up game pass again and and um get on that but um Joy after after, uh, let me say that again. Joy ever after stories. Frog's Princess is nominated for the Sasa, which is awesome. Well done, Kathy.
1: Um,
2: well done, yeah, Kathy. Well
1: done. Yeah, Kathy's been winning all these awards lately, hasn't she? She has been. She's been cleaning up. Yeah, rightfully so. She does heaps award. for the community. She
2: does heaps.
1: <laughs>
2: if you're out there listening, hello, Kathy. <laughs>
1: um, and Mighty then she- Kingdom dominating as always. Two mighty kingdom, kingdom titles. Nations, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm uh, pretty sure Ava's Manor has done really well from what I've heard. Is Ava's Manor their own title? I think it is mostly. I can't. I can't remember. I think entirely. it was
3: in partnership with another company. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. The, oh, this oh, is must the one. Be exa-
1: uh, yeah, this is Lincoln. the one that's. It's like a solitaire adventure game.
3: I think.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're fixing up the house. I think it was
3: with a publisher. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was with you can You Can Games. I'm not sure if they're the publisher. Yeah, right. But yeah.
2: Well, um Oh man. it's I mean it's a good lineup of of uh yeah, I don't know who uh, who I put my vote to. <laughs>
1: that's uh,
2: that's especially when one of them is in the chat with us. right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just on that, we have to no <laughs> publicly song. we're all neutral, <laughs> <laughs> but privately we have our okay.
1: oh yeah. <laughs>
3: but um, yeah. So
2: uh, the awards are going to be hosted Friday the third of December. Um, so I guess stay tuned to the AGD Discord, and there'll um probably be some buzz around that.
1: Mm.
3: Gloucester.
1: Yeah, speaking of Australian startups making waves,
3: oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we spoke about this on the podcast previously um, around NFT gaming startups, but yeah, the trend seems to be that a lot um, that Australia is home to a lot of these NFT gaming startups. Um, and I thought, you said an article came out um, on this in the Sydney Morning Herald, sort of talking about all the different companies in Australia that are doing uh, NFT video games. So um, they did a, so Zed Run um, is a really popular one um, by Virtually Human Studios. Uh, Illuvium is another open world RPG created by uh, uh, some brothers, the Warwick brothers. Immutable X is another NFT trading platform and the marketplace behind the trading card game Gods Unchained. Um, and there's also Crypto Gaming United, which lends NFTs to blockchain gamers to help them level up their skills. All of these within Australia, all of them worth, you know, currently like billions of dollars. Mm. So it's this it's this whole industry just propping up in the last year or yeah. two um, around this new type of business model. Um,
1: Isn't it interesting how NFTs... They like just keep coming up now, though, like in the gaming space. It's
3: everywhere, and and I I saw uh, I said, Todd, Todd Sweeney from Epic. He said he basically came out and said um, NFTs are the future, and then I saw Phil Spencer from Xbox wow. say NFTs are not the future. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> was this like um, a tweet war or something? <laughs> well,
3: everyone's just coming out and you know having having their opinion on it. But I just found it really interesting that Australia is hosting a lot of, well, it's like a lot of these companies are coming out of Australia and I guess it sort of like poses the question, what What makes Australia so special for, you know, enticing these kind of startups or even just like to develop games? Like what is it that's that's unique and what is it do you think that's propelled these uh, companies to, to exist and to flourish?
2: Is it two-part? Is it proportional to other countries? Like are we putting out, I don't know, Five or six companies, but Brazil or something is putting out seventy of these. Like, I mean, that we're doing a lot.
3: I, I I think, I think, yeah, I think we are. Given, given the the population of um, Australia, uh, definitely, and like even um, Zed Run, uh, the horse racing game, they just raised twenty million from a really big uh, venture capitalist, uh, Anderson Horowitz, which is like a huge. Huge uh, VC, like venture capitalist in in America, so like they're, they're attracting international um, investment as well.
2: I'm gonna say, and this is my unresearched opinion, but you know, talking to uh, we had James Marshall on, and and you and I Costa have dealt with the startup world and and stuff like that around the place. My assumption would be that you know, as James said, Australians are very conservative with investments and because this is such a buzz one it's such a buzz at the moment but two this isn't like investing in a um a freemium game where it's like oh you know um for every dollar invested the average player invests like what is it seven dollars or thirty dollars this is saying like a huge investment for little proportionately little amount of work compared to like you know 37 million dollars for an image um, I think you know. To me, it's in a in a negative way. I think that paints that puts a perfect image of Australians' mentality towards investing, which is low. They want a low risk, high reward kind of thing. They're not willing to make the risk, and everything is pointing to say that this is a quick way to make cash. Mm.
3: But I mean, a lot of the investment is coming from international, which is yeah,
1: you know, not Aussie investors. I would and say I- it's just Australia. I, yeah. I think the hype around NF- NFTs is everywhere pretty much. Yeah. Um, mm. And even, I mean, like we'll stick to NFTs, but if you expand it to blockchain, uh, was it El Salvador wanted to make it their main currency
3: or something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which is just the, the hype is unreal in some places. So, and it's, it's interesting, like the new types of, um, uh, you know, I know it, it's weird thinking about it in a gaming context because everyone that talks about it, they're just talking about the, the money, the monetary, you know, like it's, it's an external thing in the, and then you're trying to apply it to like a video game and it's just all about the marketplace as opposed to like people aren't talking about the game, you know, game design or how, mm. how that sort of stuff influences it. But um, yeah, one of the big ones that that they've mentioned in the article is Illuvium and that's quite interesting. I, I'm just trying to get my head around it, but um, it, there's like... There's like a token around it and you basically purchase the token and then as the value of the marketplace in the game goes up it's almost like you've got shares in the marketplace and then your um, value of, of that goes up as well and you there's a whole process around it but yeah opening up a whole um, new yeah, wave of of games and experiences that's
2: interesting mm. uh, um that's a good point, though you bring up is that no one's really looking at the potential of the technology; they're looking at the money. Like yeah. I think NFT, I think of uh, images, yeah, the monkey oh, uh, image. Honestly, <laughs>
3: honestly, <laughs> honestly, take a look it at depends. took take a look at Illuvium. They're trying to do the first AAA blockchain game, um, yeah. and they just released their gameplay trailer. It, it's it's basically a, uh, they're trying to take the concept of Pokemon of cap- capturing Pokemon um, and Uh, they're applying that so they got like a limited you know set of uh uh, like beasts or animals that that come out and they got like a first generation kind of like pokemon you had the first game you had first generation then second generation third generation and it's just always a limited set of that and and the rarity around where when you find and like how often you come across those kinds of like pokemon basically um yeah interesting complex but interesting
2: NFT is like the uh, weekend junk food. It's like <laughs> we work working so hard for like um, reducing energy usage and making the planet greener and shit, and then NFT comes out and they're like, yeah, you know what? We all Quick deserve money. a break. Let's
1: look into this <laughs> yeah. huge
2: powerhouse.
3: And I mean, there's I think there's a lot of I think like immutable is another like that's an that's an Australian company as well, and they're looking at how to um, make it more green. Like they're I think. Mm-hmm they've come up with a way of scaling it in a way where it doesn't spend as much um, power and all that sort of stuff so yeah I think where there's a problem someone will come up with a solution around it there's definitely a number of
1: efforts for that kind of thing and I I heard someone compare NFTs and crypto to kind of like the internet, I think we were saying this last time as well so it's like when the internet first got big in the 90s um, there was the big dot com bubble and everyone was like super hyped about it and then uh, heaps of people invested in it, and then a whole lot of like websites tanked and stuff, just because it wasn't a mm. mature technology yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, like, if if you said that, did the internet fail? Well, obviously it didn't fail. It just it needed more time. And yeah. I, this is probably the same thing with any new medium. So it's just ear, yeah. early days. And I, and I also think it's one of those kind of chicken and egg things where it's like people were probably overly hyped about it. But because so many people are hyped about it, it's actually getting a lot of interest from people actually trying to develop it into something more Mm, stable. That's a good point, yeah. It'll it'll probably stay around in one or several forms, but whether that's what we see today,
3: who knows? Yeah, for sure. Talking about lots of money, um, (laughs) (laughs) another article uh, that I came across was, well, probably everyone would have seen this, but Unity uh, purchased... Uh, uh, Peter Jackson's New Zealand based Weta Digital Um, so the deal it was a 1.625 billion dollar acquisition of the technology division of Weta Digital Um, and the deal promises to make the tools used to create Gollum for Jackson's Lord of the Rings Caesar from Planet of the Apes and characters and settings from a slew of other movies um, available to creators over the world So at some point, Unity plans to make Weta Digital's tools available to creators through a cloud-based workflow uh, with a -a software-as-a-service pricing to be announced later. So under the deal, Unity is obtaining the Weta Digital suite of VFX tools and technology and its team of 275 engineers who will join Unity's Create Solutions division. And another interesting point to this was that the entire um, deal was hatched over Zoom
1: Oh man, <laughs> that's over awesome. Zoom.
3: Over Zoom and tequila, apparently. So really <laughs> Zoom and tequila. <laughs> when yeah. you say hatch, you mean like like they'd made the deal remotely like over evil Zoom. Evil scheme, Like, was like They, like they like closed billion. the deal. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> nah. How do you well, do like a like handshake a, on that? that? Is like it a you billion just dollar a hand deal emoji or something? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um Dan Thorson on LinkedIn. He, he summed it up really well. He just said, because they're doing this and then Unreal's doing everything that they're doing, that we all win with yeah. This, yeah. with these two giants, like, right. fighting
1: each other. Like, we just win. Yeah, 100%, yeah. it's true. So, I mean, because the ones they're looking at, uh, like Golem from Lord of the Rings and Caesar from Planet of the Apes, that's the the big draw there is uh, facial tracking, isn't it? Yeah. So, because
0: I think I don't know if Unreal that? is doing like, more
3: environments.
0: Yeah. Do you think they'll release all of Yeah, I think
3: year? so. I think... I I mean, if they're trying to compete, if you know, Unity is trying to match this like same level of um, effort that Unreal is putting into like virtual production and all that sort of stuff. Definitely, I think like they basically acquired you know uh, a company that will help them be as competitive, if not more. Yeah, it's also
1: interesting that Peter Jackson is selling it off. So, does that yeah, I don't mean a that their movies are no
3: longer going to be well, using this or? Interesting how it's you know it's the it's the technology team. I wonder if that means that they can still use the like. Yeah, probably, I wonder if they still oh, have right. a team that yeah. still makes.
2: I don't know. Yeah, it's probably like with um, George Lucas and Adobe.
1: What, yeah. what happened there? Well, didn't,
2: didn't George Lucas start? A, didn't he start Adobe? That he started like the fundamental. He started. All right, I'm going to do a classic. Pixar. Alex is going to research what he just said, and you guys. And sorry, talk I'll to research he started, while you're talking. I think, you started, I think he started. Pixar. No, yeah, but the, the
1: technology that
3: Pixar needed, they needed was. Adobe.
1: No, that was Steve Jobs.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the some, I think some of, I think some of the engineers from um, ILM ended up creating Pixar, and then Pixar was creating the technology, and that ended up. I think uh, Steve, right. I, th- I think maybe I'm wrong. Alex has to cross-check that. Didn't Bill Gates write
1: Lord of the Rings? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, didn't who what what? Didn't Bill Gates write Lord of the Rings? That's I don't know. That's something (laughs) I would say, and then be like, like, "Talk amongst yourselves while (laughs) I research this." Um,
0: You know, yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure I'm gonna say. Sorry, go on.
0: I was just gonna say. There's
1: industrial light and magic. I don't know if you're talking about that. Island. Yeah.
2: Island. I'm pretty sure Industrial Light and Magic then developed Adobe, I think. Whoa. Maybe. I'm going to oh. look this up. Talk, Talk about okay. yourself. Um,
0: when I went so I went to Nepal once and I was um like, I went into school and I was like helping the teachers, um, like some new teaching strategies. And they had uh, a computer class and the students didn't have computers. So they were learning computers from this textbook, like, that, that's what they had and they went through the textbook and it told you how to use a computer and all this stuff and the textbook had a giant picture of Bill Gates's head on the front of it <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and, that's awesome. and there was an exam that the students had to do and I got like like I, sh- I had read through the exam and the first question is who is the father of modern computing <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was, I was going to wow. say, it's like it's like the Bible or something and he's like, you know, there's a picture of Jesus or something. Like, and, it's <laughs> it's like, goodness, and I was like, sorry.
0: well, now, I don't know, I'll, but this text was pretty old and I'm, he's on the front. So, I'm going to say it's probably Bill Gates.
3: Was, was it written awesome. by Bill Gates?
1: <laughs> if, if it's not the uh, picture of his face, I want a picture of, have you guys seen the video of him jumping over the chair? The, <laughs> someone was interviewing him and one of the questions is like is it true that you can jump over a chair from a standing position and he's like "Why, well, yes it is <laughs> and then it cuts to him doing it <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I researched it yeah okay so
2: George Lucas started Industrial Light and Magic that we all know yeah. um, but one of um, Industrial Light and Magic's I don't know founders or like the key people co-founded Photoshop Adobe oh, wow. Photoshop, wow. which is um, Thomas Knoll. So, like, every time you boot up Photoshop, you see his name like listed first, Thomas Knoll. I think he's worked on all of them. Um, yeah, it was co-created by Industrial Light and Magic employee. Sorry, John Knoll. I got that wrong. John Knoll um, and his brother Thomas. Yeah, sorry. at the time You're was right. a camera yep.
3: operator, now Academy Award and Visual Effects supervisor. And graphics group from Industrial Light and Magic was sold to Steve Jobs, which became Pixar Animation Studios.
1: Mm. Wow. So... As there you go.
2: Pretty
0: much
1: everything you said was correct. Yeah. There
0: you go. It <laughs> all goes back to yeah. George Lucas. I'm sorry that's for Star ever Wars questioning Wars. you, Alex. Maybe George yeah. Lucas is actually <laughs> the, father. the father of modern computing. Like, <laughs>
2: really? Yeah. I would
1: believe that. Yeah, far out.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. All mm. right, Susanna, you have an interesting one.
0: Uh. Speaking of tequila. Segway. Um. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> Speaking of is
2: tequila red. Oh, <laughs> it's like brown. Yeah, red. Yeah, red. tequila's It's tequila brown. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking of brown which is kind of red.
0: Speaking of brown.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Alex.
1: <laughs> so, he's talking We're talking so about Ed Sheeran here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has is beautiful. Everybody's red hair. favorite. Is
2: tequila red-haired
0: guitar man. Which uh, is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> he is actually playing a gig that you can watch inside Pokemon Go. AR Ed Sheeran in your house. That is crazy. Or do you have to go find it? <laughs> like, you know, pull up. Like, remember, you know, two years ago when you were like, oh, this place is going wild with, you know, there's a Charmander, there's, you know, whatever, and everyone runs to town. I remember when I got my first There's Jolteon. Ed Sheeran. I got my first Jolteon and I'm like, everyone, Jolteon's here, you gotta get here right now. <laughs> There's an hey, Ed Sheeran. It's
1: like a flash mob or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's an Ed Sheeran at the clock or whatever. Like you know how the stops are like a clock or something. There's an Ed Sheeran <laughs> at the clock. clock. Is he gonna be Sorry. like at you know, like he's at Billy Hyde music or something? Like <laughs> everyone gets a Billy Hyde right now Ed Sheeran. Yeah,
1: or is he gonna be like or is this at on the run? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. just crammed into an on the run <laughs> petrol station with their phones out, staring at like the f- the frozen food section. Yeah. <laughs> a hologram of Ed Sheeran is there. But like,
0: honestly, yeah, I wonder how you yeah. get
1: to
2: see him. Do you
0: have to hold your phone up the whole time, like you do when you're swiping to catch the rules? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how long? I don't even do that with the
2: real Pokemon. I'd turn that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I turned off the AR part. I'm like, I'm not doing so that. So you just get a CG Did you guys play Sharon? Pokemon Go?
0: Not anymore. I stopped like a year. Ago. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 20-something-year-old guy with a beard. Before, like, I can't be holding my phone up in public in random <laughs> spots. I have to be able to look
1: down at my phone, <laughs> otherwise, it doesn't look. good. <laughs> I don't know. When I first started playing Pokemon Go, because I've always been into the Pokemon games, and I was like, oh yeah, let's give this a shot. And I like, I went out of my house at like 1am because for some reason that's when I was trying it, went down to my local park and I just was like, I was walking through my park for like 45 minutes and zero Pokemon appeared. And I'm like, this game is crap. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I've Pokemon's never played it, it since. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I think yeah. it, I, in retrospect, I think I was just unlucky because yeah. that's, it's now, you know, one of the biggest Pokemon games. So.
2: Well, they changed the how the mechanic when COVID happened. Happen, there when COVID happened during lockdown, because you, you can't leave your house. So they would, were like, oh, "All right, the Pokemon will kind of come to your house. Like they'll just spawn if you still stay in the same spot."
3: Isn't that crazy? A pandemic changed the game mechanic. Yeah,
0: especially because that's what that <laughs> oh, wait, game mechanic as, as was. As it made- like it made you walk. Like that was the the mechanic. Walk, yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah 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 and then the mechanic was changed to keep you at home yeah a game mechanic changing the way people move and not only
2: that a pandemic changed the way Nintendo (laughs) made a game fans can't do that no one can do that (laughs) Pandemic yeah, is cool. Although, easy. if you're
0: really lazy like me, when you play no, Pokemon, no. you just got, like, I just got my partner to drive really slow anyway. <laughs> slow down, slow down.
2: <laughs> I
0: can't. We're on an expressway. <laughs> <on> the... <laughs> I need to get this Pokemon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, your avatar would just, like, speed up. Yeah. Be, like walking even... and then start running, and they're like, you're going too fast. <laughs> I remember you, people you, had to come, come up, come up, up. with a
1: warning, doesn't
3: it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I yeah, used yeah, to yeah. try I and know, play it on the train, and you're like,
0: and the train's
3: like, yeah. no, it's too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people had, like, come up with, like, they had found, they found areas where they could travel, like, the shortest distance between three points and then just get as many, like, just keep, you know, it was like they tricked the game, basically. I think it was, like, some place in Semaphore or something. If you went there and then you went somewhere else and somewhere else, you could travel and um, collect or well, whatever.
2: Oh, that sounds familiar. Semaphore, you saying yeah. Semaphore reminds me of It that. was like a hotspot yeah, specifically
3: because yeah. it was short distance between different points. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where it I got all my water
0: one of <laughs> the
1: schools I worked at. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I worked at a primary school and um, one of the hotspots was out the front of there. So, we constantly <laughs> had just random people standing out in the front of the school and it's like, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A yeah, they used a...
2: um. I reckon you find this interesting, Costa. They, you, I remember reading something that when they developed Pokemon Go, they piggybacked off of an existing technology that someone mm. had done based around geo. I think it was geocaching. So all the landmarks that mm. Pokemon Go turned into, um, what do you call like uh, the gyms and the pl- place to collect pokeballs and stuff. They. Um, they didn't, you know, research or do any of that themselves. It was all just developed and then I don't know if they bought the technology. Oh, oh we lost well, Susanna. I well, was Sus-
1: Susanna. I've been disabled. Uh, no, she might, have might have come closed. back. All right, yeah. someone, someone put on Susanna's voice for a bit. Um, by the way, Alex, <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. Um, it was actually Niantic Labs had another yeah. game before it Pokemon did, Go, did you uh, know? It was which them. was like a futuristic one and it was like similar sort of stuff. Um, and I think what they did uh, was... They got people playing that and they wherever people would go the most often, then they use that data to create mm. these hotspots because they found they were like the most appealing kind of locations around and stuff like that. So yeah, right. Oh, a yeah. lot of people love the weird
2: little and, park toilet and, in my and place. Did you
3: know? Did you know? I think um, not in the Antic, not Antic. I don't know how to pronounce it. But they they did a Harry Potter game after Pokemon Go, yeah, and that did. and that just recently shut down because it wasn't. Successful,
1: yeah. People hated it. I never got to play it, but people just—I don't, I just I don't like, know why. Yeah. For I some reason, people just thought it t- too well.
0: Was it just like yeah, similar? it was an
3: it was an AR. There you go, Ingress. That was the first game yeah. they did. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing, oh, right. just skinned Pokemon differently, go. and probably had, it was just kind of re- yeah. reskinned Ingress. <laughs> but Ingress yeah, had this mechanic of like
3: one, yeah,
0: which I guess Pokemon Go did too. But Ingress was really big on this teams idea. Like, you know how um, Pokemon Go had the colors? Ingress had like these two mm. set teams and you were on one of those teams and you kind of won those checkpoints or whatever for that team and that was the huge thing rather than being like you've got the Pokemon.
3: Because Pokemon Go has the mechanic of um, doing battles with – like, isn't it, there's, like, one big boss and then you've got, you team up with a bunch of other trainers and then defeat, uh, like, events or something? I oh yeah. It's got, like, yeah, raids, doesn't it, doesn't it? Yeah. Raids, basically. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's, like, massively strong Pokemon. Is Ingress still around? Is that still, like, yeah.
0: I wonder if they probably maybe just put all their money into, all their dev into Pokemon. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, that's right. Uh, if you mean does Ingress the place in
3: England still exist, yeah, it still exists. <laughs> <laughs> and this this Ed Sheeran thing seems like they're kind of trying to do what um Like a Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, like Fortnite with Travis Scott and all that, those yeah. kind of concerts that they do. And did. there was
0: that Roblox one with um Little Ness. Oh, was it? Yeah, was oh, wow. in Roblox. He was a bluffy. You're just saying awesome. words
2: I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> oh,
0: they
1: got pick they got a Pikmin game now. As well, Pikmin Bloom is yeah. like Pokemon Go. That but would Pikmin- be cool. That, would that be whole cool. premise is that they're hidden and under things. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. It says, grow, grow your Pikmin, make flowers bloom, and keep track of your precious memories all through the simple
3: act of walking. I love how they, they just scrapped the Harry Potter one and then just went back to another Nintendo <laughs> <like> IP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: that's interesting. I wonder if, if that was just what the reason was why that didn't do well. Because... We all just actually, Susanna. Did you ever play it, the Pokemon, the Harry Potter one? No, nah. because we all played Pokemon Go. None of us played yeah. the Harry Potter one. But it doesn't sound like for any reason of it. Just
1: like I'll get around to it one day and just never did it. I, I think yeah. by, by the time I
3: went to play it, I had already seen the reviews, of it, oh, <laughs> which right. put me mm. off. Maybe
1: what, and you
2: and you well.
3: and you'd think like an IP like Harry Potter would definitely um,
0: take off. Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, take off. Says here, twenty twenty two, shutting down.
1: Well, there's a other Harry Potter game that's coming out next year, I think. Uh, Harry Potter. It's like it's not based on any of the books or anything like that. It's like meant to be its own standalone adventure game for PS five, I think. Oh. Harry set Potter in...
0: Standalone Adventure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's set. I think it's set in the eighteen hundreds, so it's like before everything else, but it's. Meant to give you that authentic kind of like being at Hogwarts experience plus go out and battle mysterious
3: beasts and fantastic beasts, sorry. Mm. <laughs> it says here that the developer said it would take all of the learnings from Harry Potter Wizards Unites and into our other projects. That's all they said. Right. They just shut it down and probably just yeah. was not being like, wasn't very. It says here, not all games are meant to last forever. I'll go with Harry Potter uh, Wizards Unit was to bring the magic of the wizarding world to life for millions of players as they stepped outside and explored the neighbourhoods. We accomplished that together, delivering a two-year narrative story arc that will com- soon complete.
2: Well, there's no... I mean, Pokemon from back in its Game Boy days has always been about <laughs> exploration. So, chances are if you're playing that game, you have some kind of inkling towards exploration. There's nothing in Harry Potter to even remotely suggest their fans are interested in exploring stuff. If anything Harry like Potter's based around the idea of you I sit down and you entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder Pretty. if like timing was bad for that Harry Potter game too because you know how there was all that stuff about the writer and like people like boycotting mm-hmm. it and oh, like, yeah. I wonder if the timing was just off
3: It also as well. yeah, it also launched June 2019 and then straight into COVID, so. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, that
1: that's
3: why I think it'd be interesting. So this other game, it's called
1: Hogwarts Legacy. It'd be interesting to see how that's received. Because if people are still boycotting Harry Potter, then maybe not. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe won't do so well. So. I saw a meme a few months ago that said, um, "I don't know." It
2: was it was this whole article about Gen Z's like, wh- if you're Gen Y, uh, no, no, millennials. Sorry, millennials, we're like the new baby boomers. So like, it's all these memes of Gen Z giving millennial shit, and one <laughs> of them is like, um, like a open letter to Uh, millennials being like your Harry Potter house isn't a personality trait, or liking Harry Potter isn't a personality trait and (laughs) I felt so old I was like (laughs) I just thought it was a universally
1: loved thing that's so funny Uh, they're just jealous
0: because they didn't get Hufflepuff just saying (laughs) (laughs) oh
3: man this Harry Potter game Hogwarts Legacy looks pretty cool Avalanche Software are they the ones that did? Uh, oh no, I thought yes, they yes they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Insert, <laughs> No, no I thought I thought I, I thought I thought it was I thought they were the ones that did um, the Lord of the Rings Shadow of Mordor and then I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be brutal. Could <laughs> you imagine Potter that? They did a Harry, Harry Potter like version stabbing of that? things with his wife. That'd wand. be cool. <laughs> oh,
0: I'd that's play exactly. That. You no, know, you know how like in Harry Potter that um the the Potions teachers always like getting often in another potions teacher. Just like, you
2: know, <laughs> <laughs> all the defense against the dark arts teachers. This, this
0: yeah, is, yeah that's it. The, yeah, real, yeah, that's
1: the it. real story. <laughs> no,
3: it's it looks like they made Toy Story 3. 3. Yeah.
1: Well, like maybe mafia. they can do one from the perspective of Voldemort where you are like play Voldemort. as Tom Riddle and then go through and then slowly turn more and more evil. <laughs> And then, and then you verse Harry Potter, and you're like, if it wasn't for those meddling kids, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you just do like a a Joker version
2: of it, or um, Cruella yeah. Deville, this person well, like, switch, who we grew up to know between them.
0: A, oh yeah.
1: They're so good. The movie could be called "He Who Shall Not Be Named," and I oh, yeah. definitely good, yeah. is Joaquin Phoenix again. <laughs> 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 I've just got the
2: idea of. Using wands to stab people, like you said before, in my <laughs> head. I'm thinking that's like a John Wick. If John Wick was in the oh, Harry God. Potter universe,
3: oh, Neantic is also just one last thing. Is also making um, a project based on Transformers called Transformers Heavy Metal, which will feature giant robot battles in AR.
1: What do you reckon? You point your camera at cars and they. I was thinking that. Yeah,
2: that'd be pretty cool. Those kids are outside my house
1: again. <laughs> yeah, if someone's got a really nice car, it's just like everyone outside their house <laughs> with the cameras <laughs> looking at the car.
0: This sounds like some kind of Evangelion thing where like I'm just going to be like yeah, for, like, yeah. Oh,
1: That'd be yeah. so
2: good.
0: Things fall on me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, all right, well, so we have the, um, the audience
1: poll for this week. Yes, we do. <laughs> and also, yeah, as we were saying before, um, if there's any news articles that you guys see around in the next two weeks that you want us to discuss, um, go to the AGD Discord and post them in the Cafe Booleans channel there. Um, we will pick at least one um, depending on what we can fit in. So, you know, if we get a lot of good ones, we may be able to fit in two. But um, yeah. Yeah, so the, the uh, Luigi's Mansion one came from Pat in the Discord this week. So, yeah, we're very keen to see uh, what else you can put, what else yeah. you can share.
2: So. And um, the poll will be, um, what is it? What, what, what Netflix-owned property would make a good mobile, in heavy emphasis, game? <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming along with us. One day we'll actually drink a uh, coffee on Café Bullions or a tea or <laughs> have something. Tea. You had tea? <laughs> I had my tea. I was I was watching Susanna. She had a water bottle and yeah. I had my Yeah, water. like an epic huge well. one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: All right. Well, Costa, cue the music i will cue
3: it. <laughs> John's queuing it. John's cueing oh, yeah.
1: it. Let, let me just put the uh, Cafe Bullions record on the record player. Yeah. And do, static. Let's let's do that stock audio record uh, sl- needle drop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: As long as we All don't right. do that, I hate the truck noise. You know the stock truck noise. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the
1: it, screech oh,
0: one. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. it drives me crazy. Oh,
1: okay. Look, I know we're trying to end the episode, but I have to share this story. I was walking past my local park the other day and I dead set heard the children laugh stock sound effect that you hear in movies. If you want to hear it, um, search. I think it's called Diddy Laugh or something because it was used in one of the Donkey Kong games. And it's like if you hear it, it's got like the little girl laughing dead set heard that coming from the park and i was just like i don't know what's going on what's real life anymore? oh my god that was <laughs> <is> creepy <laughs> it's, like, it's like the wilhelm scream that they've picked stock yeah. sounds that are like stand out like they're not going to just blend in <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> yeah all right audience you guys you guys look that up and apart from that we'll see you in two weeks yeah catch you guys sleep
4: Bye-bye. bye